You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Cracking the mics for a Wednesday, Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, the Locked On Cardinals crew. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Locked On AZ Cards, at Clancy's Corner to follow Alex, at Bob Rack to follow me. The conversation continues there on social media when we aren't delighting you with our Cardinals hot takes on a daily basis on this podcast. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism, commitment, or overbearing sports parents, Fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. Let's lump in there as well, you know, the unfortunate injury. The knee injury that you suffered in elementary school that that just ended your career. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day because Pepsi it isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. On this episode, Alex and I will talk about Cliff Kingsbury He's saying the right things, but is the Cardinals head coach going to make the appropriate changes to his play calling going forward? And the forgotten man blipped on Sunday, and he was forgotten because of the mess that was the end of the Cardinals' loss to the Miami Dolphins, 34-31. We'll get into it. We've got an Arizona-based sponsor that we're pumped about. We can't wait to tell you about. That's all coming up on this edition of Locked on Cardinals. But the future is now. Soon, every NFL fan will watch on their television, phone, or computer and watch the pint-sized quarterback and gunslinger from Wyoming duel in the desert. That's your Locked on Cardinals lead story on Bo Brock, along with Alex Clancy. How are the Arizona Cardinals going to slow down Josh Allen? Alex? Hoping that their secondary is as healthy as possible. Hoping that they can get... So, Josh Allen has an Achilles heel. We It, it just isn't as consistently present as it was in his first year and a half. He likes to turn the ball over. It just depends on if teams are apt and aware enough to receive those turnovers that he's trying to give that team. And he he's done a lot better with his fumbles, but he... He hucks the ball, and if the Cardinals secondary can play, I I don't know, competently, he's going to throw one or two passes that is going to deem it easier for the Cardinals to intercept the pass than we see from other quarterbacks that they've played so far. I mean, it's just he's he's turnover prone. He's just getting away with it more because his accuracy is better than it once was. Yeah, Josh Allen's numbers are pretty sexy right now, and when you face this – Seattle Seahawks defense, that happens, right? He goes 31 for 38, 415 yards, three touchdowns. He also finds pay dirt on the ground. Uh, He did get sacked seven times. That's one thing. I mean, we saw Seattle Seahawks defense that couldn't get any pressure on Kyler Murray. They were able to get pressure on Josh Allen, but then he was able to pick apart their weak secondary. I watched Josh Allen's game, and he was having success in one-on-one matchups. And when you watch Josh Allen throw into, you know, double coverage or where he's throwing into, uh, you know, situations where it's just not man-on-man, that's where he struggles. And he might be doing a better job as far as taking care of the football as keeping the picks down. You're right, he still does have a little fumbleitis, 
But if, when you can kind of limit and you can keep them from getting those layup passes um, and, and slow down, it slows down this offense significantly. When he when his completion percentage goes from you know high sixties like sixty eight percent to fifty eight percent, this team or this this offense is very pedestrian as it was kind of put on display in losses against the Tennessee Titans and a loss against the Kansas City Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals. You know, if they're healthy enough, and, and we're looking at a couple. Uh, guys as far as a pass rusher and Devon Kennard that can help supplement getting to the quarterback and cornerback Byron Murphy, which will help supplement, you know, the disaster that was the corner opposite Patrick Peterson for against the Miami Dolphins. You know, I think things get easier. Josh Allen has had the benefit of feasting on bad defenses. Um, the Arizona Cardinals can't be one of those bad defenses come this upcoming Sunday. Right. I mean, you look at I mean, Josh Allen has really solidified himself as the poor man's Patrick Mahomes. You know, you, you can see it. Obviously, he's nowhere near the talent level, the uh, the the succincty, the 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 tight knit talent that Patrick Mahomes is. Josh Allen's just kind of uh, I don't know. He's a draw outside the lines version of Patrick Mahomes. Where <laughs> the talent, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Like he's he's so much more raw. But he's he's getting less and less raw by the day. And you could see one of two things happen on Sunday. One, Josh Allen throws for 450 yards and five touchdowns, and the Cardinals lose in embarrassing fashion. Or Josh Allen does what he's done two of the last three games and been way more pedestrian, turn the ball over a couple times. Uh, but but the big the big thing that the Cardinals need to avoid is Josh Allen running all over them, like you mentioned. I mean, their running game has been null and void with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Sure, Zach Moss is a good uh, goal line back, but Josh Allen's the best goal line back they have. And if he gets it going with his legs as well to keep the the linebackers honest, the secondary could have a real tough time on Sunday. I, I think that's the, the best way to put it as far as arm talent's concerned, athleticism. It's like Josh Allen is the store brand version of Patrick Mahomes, right? He's like your... Patrick Mahomes is your brand name, Dr. Pepper, and you know, you've got Dr. K or whatever Kroger's version of Dr. Pepper is, or you know, your your Captain whatever the Cap and Crunch store brand version it Berry Crackles, I think it is, or something like that. Really? Uh, you I know that? Yeah, I do. Uh because unfortunately I'm a child and I still eat uh, sugary cereal for breakfast every once in a while. No? Crackleberries. I think it just varies on which uh, grocery store you attend. But you know, it's. It, I, I think it's it's some solid points as far as you know. It could be a long day. It absolutely could. It could be, and it's going to be uh, contingent on whether or not the Cardinals can muster enough pass rush. And the Seahawks did that against Josh Allen. But then the secondary has to be there to back it up. And Josh Allen, you know, sure he can get out. And he can make plays with his legs. Uh, but you can also, if the, the way you're really going to slow him down is causing incompletions, um, and that's what that's where it's going to be big as far as these def- defensive backs. You know, Patrick Peterson has to have a monster game and really take Stephon Diggs out of this game plan and make make guys like John Brown, Cole Beasley beat you, uh, and they're certainly capable of doing that. So it's going to be uh, the biggest part of the game plan. And slowing down in every opponent of the Buffalo Bills and slowing Josh Allen, who's had a fantastic season. I think he's uh, re-entered 
the MVP conversation after a couple of down weeks. We'll continue is to it, get – go ahead. Is it Chris Berry Crunch? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Look, it, it just is – it's different on – Barry Crunch is the Kroger. All right. I'm, I, okay. There's Barry Treats. That's another one, too. <laughs> uh, listen, I can, can I just ask before, before we go to break here, um, is this as nightmarish of a wide receiving core for the Cardinals secondary as currently constructed that there is in the NFL with how they could all be slot receivers? They could all be the fastest uh, possession receiver on any given team, yet John Brown, Cole Beasley, and Stephon Diggs are all in the same squad. I mean, you've you've faced the Dallas Cowboys shirt was with Andy Dalton under center. You've faced the Seattle Seahawks, and really, you just held it to Tyler Lockett feasting, and everybody else was 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 quiet. DK Metcalf, who's you know had one of the best seasons of any wide receiver going right now, was very quiet in that game against the Arizona Cardinals. So, you know, I think that they've faced some pretty talented wide receiver cores already. So as far as like Cole Beasley and and John Brown are concerned and, and, and the other array of wide receivers that Josh Allen has uh, thrown to this season, I, I don't think it's any scarier than some of the ones they've already faced. Maybe I'm I'm reverting back to 2018 and 2019 defenses where the defenses couldn't get off the field and it was death by a thousand cuts, whether it be running backs flanked out, uh, catching passes out of the backfield, or five-yard completions over and over and over again, stacking up on each other. Josh Allen loves to throw the ball. He can throw the ball 45 times, and I just, I don't know. Cole Beasley's scary. They just, it, you can exploit a secondary and linebacking core that's not great in coverage with this receiving core specifically. That's all I was mentioning. Yeah, Isaiah McKenzie, Gabriel Davis, a couple other guys to kind of take note of. You'll see him on the field on Sunday. And then, you know, if if you can get Josh Allen, though, to go 25 for 40 instead of 30 for 38, um, there's a big difference there. And, and, and this, is, uh, this offense is fueled by him being an accurate uh, passer, and you can make him not accurate by flustering him and, and and making him forcing him to throw into you know double coverage. The Arizona Cardinals are going to have to do that. But if it's getting Drake or Patrick or whoever's on the field uh, on Sunday going one on one with these guys, yeah, it's not it's not favorable for the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to talk to Joe Marino on Thursday during your crossover Thursday episode. He's going to give us more insight about what's making this offense click in 2020. For more Arizona Cardinals news, make sure you're following and listening to the Locked On Cardinals podcast wherever you get podcasts. Cliff Kingsbury saying all the right things, but is he going to make the necessary changes to his play calling going forward? We'll discuss plus the forgotten man blipped on Sunday and then was forgot again. We'll tell you who it is. It's all coming up. It's Bo, it's Alex. Give us a follow on Twitter at AZ Cards at Clarence Corner, at Bob Brack. It's Locked On Cardinals. I'm so excited to tell you about our new sponsor that's based out of sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, it's always good to get a sponsor that's based in the great 48th state of Arizona, just like us. And, and they take care of priority number one, and that's protecting your family and doing it safely. The people at Taser believe that safer self-defense is better self-defense. Taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight enough to carry with you in your glove compartment or your purse, yet they're powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. Guns carry unnecessary risks for you and those around you, and even pepper spray can harm you as much as the attacker, and it's often ineffective. Taser products are safer 
and easy to use. They use electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. Taser devices come loaded with features like laser-assisted targeting and emergency dispatch, which will send response teams to your GPS location upon firing. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with Taser network of devices, apps, and personnel. And now you can own a Taser, the number one choice of law enforcement agencies. Protect yourself and your family with Taser's line of smart self-defense products. Taser, it's available without a permit in the most U.S. states. Get the Taser Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at taser.com with the promo code NFL. Save 15% now at taser.com, promo code NFL, spelled T-A-S-E-R dot com, promo code NFL. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So Cliff Kingsbury gave us the updates as far as some of the players and their availability going forward. And then he's talking about his play calling. He understands it's under a microscope, kind of owning it. But when you kind of peel back the onion, you read some of the quotes, he starts to point to some execution and uh, starts to look at some analytics and statistics. And and he kind of diverted from the actual question. You know, he's talking about the Chase Edmonds fourth and one play. And then he talks about kicking the field goal. That would have been the potential game-tying field goal, Alex, where uh, Zane Gonzalez falls short on the 49-yard field goal. I don't think anybody's questioned the decision to kick that field goal. But the previous play on third and one, I think that was just added to his conservative play calling, getting away from the Cardinals' strengths. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I just I just hope that Cliff Kingsbury is, is learning. And I said it on Tuesday's podcast where I think that he is being a little too conservative with the superstar he had as a at quarterback. You're kind of, your play calling is with keeping training wheels on Kyler Murray when that's not necessary. Right. And, and here's the thing. If... It wasn't such a lazy call on fourth and one to run the Mike McCoy special halfback dive with an undersized running back. Yeah. The other one wouldn't have looked as bad. Yeah. But it was just lazy. In this day and age, unless you have a Josh Allen or, I mean, even, you know, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, whatever, guy that just pushes over the center with with great accuracy. And listen, pushing over the center isn't as easy as Tom Brady's made it look for the last 20 years. And Drew Brees. He's very good at that. Yeah, well, but Drew Brees is more of the jump, the the jump touchdown guy. Mm-hmm. Like, because once it, the difference between a fourth and one on any other spot than fourth and goal from the one is, once that ball hits the goal line in the air, you can pull it back and it's still a touchdown. You can't do that if you're trying for a fourth and one in the middle of the field because it's still it's not forward progress yet. But I Got I it. completely understand what you're saying. Kyler Murray's undersized. If you have all of these packages to run the ball outside with Kyler. I would much rather them lose seven yards with Kyler having the ball than doing what they did with Chase Edmonds. Now, on top of that, the 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 Christian Kirk play call it just it compounded the issue. It wasn't as bad of a play calling story as those two uh, are scapegoated as making the whole story look bad. You know, like and and yeah, he's got he's got to figure it out and. I, I can't help but think, and this is easier to talk about after a loss than a win, if it'd be better to have an adult in the room as a head coach that's not named Cliff, not named Cliff Kingsbury, where Cliff could just run the offense. And I, I'm that may not be fair to him because, by all, by all accounts, he has far exceeded what people expected from him through however many games they've, through 24 games as a head coach. Right. 
<clears throat> no, I mean he's eleven and he's eleven and thirteen or eleven eleven twelve and one, and it could be a lot worse. But I just can't help but think, what if and 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 if he would have just been able to call plays and talk to Kyler Murray and not worry about anything else if things would be a little bit different at this point. Now, he also said, and he told this to the Cardinals flagship radio station the other day during an interview, that he thought that the Edmonds fourth and one was because Kyler Murray took a hit on a third down play, and he thought that was, that he said that played a small factor in it. I just don't think that if you're going to run out there, Kyler Murray, and you're going to commit to this, you've got to commit to everything with it. And it, it, it doesn't excuse the play call for Chase Edmonds. Now, I'm going to talk kind of out of both sides of my mouth here. I feel like Cliff Kingsbury was snake bitten a couple games ago, earlier in the season, where it was a fourth and short situation. Because in the first two games of the season, he was bringing in the Chris Streveler package, the, uh, the big backup quarterback that they've decided to dress on game day to be backup to Kyler Murray instead of Brett Hundley. Why did they get away from that? Because one one time things went bad, went poorly. And why I'm saying I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because I'm also saying, you know, you don't take the ball out of Kyler Murray's hands. But, you know, it's still, to me, better when you're just trying to get that one yard. Why not bring in your, your big-size quarterback and just let him dive forward? Uh, you know, because well, for, first off, and what we saw from Chris Streveler, and you and I went back and forth about this, I don't think he should be on the field for anything. The Cardinals aren't good enough for that yet. Uh, maybe bring him in on a second and one and not a fourth and one where you need a first down to get points on the board, and we don't need to rehash that. But what happened? There was a false start. And you could blame it on Justin Murray, who I, I believe it was Justin Murray who jumped. But really, all that is is lack of practice, lack of reps. Because it's so easy to just overlook the fact that the majority of the time, there are no false starts. Everybody's in synchronicity. All five offensive linemen, everybody on the outside, the running back, the quarterback, everybody is one unit from the same heart the majority of the time because that's reps. That's everything they practice in practice with the ones. The one, the one, the, the, the ones. And if you bring in Chris Trevler or somebody like that, unless you're practicing it all week, the chances of it working, even though it may be the, the better play call with the right personnel because of how much bigger he is, or, you know, Brett Hundley, whoever, the chance of it failing is, is raised just because of lack of reps. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I just, felt, I just feel like the uh, as far as fourth down conversions go and third and short, you know, you're looking at those in the Arizona Cardinals. You'd be surprised that they're hitting on 80% of those this season, which is crazy. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I just think it uh, – so I guess statistically, Cliff Kingsbury is not doing too bad there. But, um, you know, there is no – there's not there's nothing you're, – you're, you can't – it doesn't seem consistent to me, and maybe that's where Cliff Kingsbury is actually pretty good at it. Uh, the the Bills, they, they, they've converted every fourth down that they've – They've attempted this season, so that's something else to take in consideration. Let's talk about real quick before we get out of here and before we get to our crossover episode tomorrow, Alex. The forgotten man flashed on Sunday and then was forgotten again. We'll tell you who it is. It's next. Locked on Cardinals. Another fantastic sponsor that keeps this podcast going. The most delicious protein bar ever. Built Bar. 
and it's more new and improved and deliciouser than before. Is that possible with Built Bar? Yeah, it is because they have six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp to go along with your 12 original flavors, including raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, salted caramel, orange, all really, really good. And they're equally as healthy as they are delicious. They're great for the health-conscious person. Lose and maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bar is low in calorie, low in sugar, but high in protein and high in fiber. They're great for the keto diet. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, one word, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's using the promo code LOCKEDON, one word, for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. As we talked about Cliff Kingsbury and his uh, play calling being under a microscope and that the coach understands it. Also, you know, the penalties. The penalties are are becoming, they've been a problem. They continue to be a problem um, as far as, you know, you can, you can look at the referees and wanting them to kind of holster their flags a little bit more. But the Arizona Cardinals are going to have to take in, you know, when we talk about Cliff Kingsbury t- owning his play calling mistakes, the Cardinals players playing a little bit more, uh, within the rules of the game, you can't be knocked. I mean, it was it extended many of the Miami Dolphins' drives in the loss on Sunday, Alex. Yeah, you know it's it it's just mental awareness. I mean, it's something like this is worse. What we're seeing right now is like a, I don't know, like a a baby horse or a baby fawn or like a giraffe, a baby giraffe or something that's slowly starting to gain its legs and its its base but they're still it's still clunky at times and it's still not a finished product and that's what we're seeing we're in real time we're watching the Arizona Cardinals grow up and these are the these are the uh these are the bumps that they're going to have to take to until they become a true cohesive unit on defense it's just this is just something that they're I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it really. I mean, it, it's a work in progress, and it's not an excuse because nobody really nobody expected them to be this ingrained in the NFC playoff picture through nine weeks. Like you could say you did, you could say you would, but I, I I didn't see it. So we're slowly starting to see them get better, but there are going to be hurdles to get over along the way, and, and we're, we can we continue to see it on defense. The Arizona Cardinals are second in the NFL in total penalties to Chicago Bears are number one. So they're just one behind. The Cardinals have 62. The Bears have 63. Uh, when you look at uh, defensive penalties, especially uh, pass interference, the Cardinals are just a couple off the lead. They have nine on the season. So that's uh, something that they're getting hit with quite a bit. Plus you inter- you factor in you know defensive holding, and the Cardinals are, are in the top ten as far as that goes. So got to figure something out. If that's on Cliff, if that's on Vance Joseph, or it's just on the players, I think a combination of all of them. Uh, but it's becoming frustrating, and I don't think Tua has a couple of those drives uh, in that game um, for the Dolphins if, if it isn't for some crucial penalties. Locked on Cardinals, part of your Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. The first two tackles of the game on Sunday were made by Isaiah Simmons. For the first time in his career, Alex, he sees over 50% of the snaps on the field he was on the field last game, 52% of the defensive snaps. He played 32 snaps. He had four tackles. But outside of the first two tackles of the game, uh, kind of didn't see much of him. But step in the right direction. Yeah. 
you know, again, work in progress. Uh, I'm not one to, I'm not writing him off like everybody, like a lot of people are writing him off already. You know, he's, he's a kid. He's playing eight games, you know, and he's probably played what less than a game's worth of snaps on defense. I mean, maybe, maybe that tipped the scale after this past Sunday, but you know, a game and a half worth of snaps. So the dude, I am under the distinct impression, and I talk about this from time to time. It, it's more a surrounding basketball players, and you and I have talked about this, where if you're an AAU star and you make it to college and you're the starter, you play 36 minutes a game, and you're a rookie and they start to bring you off the bench, not everybody can just come off the bench. Sometimes you just need to throw them in the starting lineup and let them have the juices flowing from warm-ups and keep, keep the sweat on their face and let them go play. It's hard to come off the bench when you've always been one of the best players on whatever field of of play it is, regardless of sport. And I think that that it's not an excuse for Isaiah Simmons with his lack of production thus far, but it doesn't help. It compounds the issue. Let the let, let the kid go. If he's going to make mistakes, make him huge. I'd rather him make mistakes than him be on the sidelines where Vance Joseph and Cliff Cliff Kingsbury thinks he's going to make mistakes, so we're not going to play him. I think, uh, yeah, like Cliff Kingsbury, like uh, in Isaiah Simmons, is Cliff Kingsbury's in, in his, as you mentioned, twenty-four games into his NFL coaching career. If he's making these same mistakes next year, or Isaiah Simmons can't get on the field at this point next season, that's when we're going to start blowing the whistle. That's when we're going to be like, okay, we might have a bust here on a, with both of those guys. But as far as Isaiah Simmons, I mean, they said that he came back from his bye week a different guy. And that's what you want. You want guys who aren't going to lose their swagger and lose their confidence because they're not seeing the playing field. It's encouraging that a guy who's barely sniffed the playing field uh, is able to kind of keep the confidence uh, that that he can be the player that the Cardinals selected eighth overall in the 2020 draft. Hopefully this is just the natural progression of things. Because if it's noticeable that he came back after the bye week ready to play, like growing up in front of our very eyes. Oh, what a shocker. Things happen organically sometimes. You think Isaiah Simmons doesn't stay up at night wanting to get better? Like it, it, some people, like I don't understand some people's thought process with guys that go in the top 10. It's like, no, they didn't go to the NFL just to make $20 million, be out of the league in three years. Sure, it's a nice byproduct, but these guys have played football their entire lives. What makes you think that they don't want to get better in any way possible? It's going to take some time. Right. And if he pops, like, look at the positivity side. If he pops for the next decade, you could have Kyler Murray, Isaiah Simmons, and Buda Baker as your staples on this team. Could be worse. I, 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 do you think there's anybody that wants that? I, I mean, I kind of, I'm cool with, with Isaiah Simmons and, and his trajectory right now. But, uh, listen, is, we don't know what it is. There's so many as, questions. Yeah, as long as he goes into Vance Joseph's office at some point and says, I'm a peacock and let me fly like Mark Wahlberg and the other guys, I'm cool with it. I Wait, wanna... you learn ballet ironically? <laughs> One of the more underrated comedies <laughs> in the last uh, decade. It's my first desk pop, Sorry. <laughs> Oh, man. Arizona Cardinals talk and random movie quotes. That's what you're going to get here from Alex and I. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Locked on AZ Cards. You go on to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Locked on AZ Cards, and following us individually at Bob Rack, at Clancy's Corner. Very excited about our friends over at Axon and Tasers, an Arizona company. 
Check them out. We'll have more to tell you about them. And we're going to join Joe Marino tomorrow for our crossover Thursday. Have a good rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow.